Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast, where Mel Histon will guide you through life's big questions and bring you one step closer to doing this crazy journey as best you can. Hey Soul Sisters, in the lead up to International Women's Day, I thought it would be a great time to get soulful about women. Women who inspire and uplift other women as we make our way through this crazy life, and especially in terms of our careers and businesses. I have so many women that inspire me and I love to hang on to their words of wisdom, their raw and real stories of hardship and triumph and little tidbits and life learnings that make me look at a situation a different way to change my mindset to a more positive one. Because historically, women have been taught to be competitive with one another because I suppose traditionally there was such a scarcity of jobs at the top of the business corporate ladder for women. But it's clear that that strategy just does not work. The truth is that by raising each other up and channeling the power of collaboration is how I think we truly will change the equation and have a lot more fun along the way. Because study after study shows that women who support other women are more successful in business. So, today in the studio, I have two kick-ass businesswomen, women who have created and grown their own businesses in tough competitive industries, and they are going to share with us what they've learned on their business journeys, the women who have supported, empowered, and inspired them along the way, and how we can uplift other women in our careers, business, and life. Hello, Miss... Nadine Barreto, founder Hi. and GM of Eight Recruitment, finalist in the Australian Seek Awards. Hey, Hi. Nadine. Thank you. Very good. How are well, you? Well, do you know that's what we're talking about? Good talking fun. about women high-fiving and supporting other mm. women. Celebrating successes. Celebrating success. And you're an Australian finalist in the Seek Recruitment Awards? Top five recruitment agencies in Australia. Yes, the top for small recruitment agencies. Yeah. Congratulations, my friend. Mm, thanks, love. And our other fabulous businesswoman <laughs> <laughs> is the one and only celebrity Stylist to the Stars, founder of Fasson Fashion Magazine and creative agency, Miss Lara Lupich. Hey, love. Hello. How are you? So great to have you in the studio today. Thanks for having me. And Fasson is kicking some really big goals. Yeah, we yep. are. We're getting there, getting through. It's fabulous. Through this crazy COVID time. Yeah, we're just planning our winter issue right now. Yeah. Well, your summer issue was, I think, the best issue I've seen. It Thank was, you. It was... It was over 200 pages, wasn't it? Yeah, I think 252 to be precise. Wow. Yeah, it's really long. Yeah, but amazing fashion and shoots and lots of national retailers supporting yeah. the magazine. Yep. Yeah, it's taken a while to get them on board, but finally we, we've got them. Yep. So it's very exciting yeah. to be taken really seriously. And it's all local like local photographers, local scenes that you do the shoots in and yeah. local stories. Yep. That's Everyone's cool. local. That was the whole point of starting for Son here hmm. was to highlight our very, very clever creatives in Newcastle. There's a few of them around. Yep. And it's not all just Sydney and Melbourne or hmm. Brisbane. So you two fabulous kick-ass businesswomen. <laughs> I'm going I'm to open up this chat. Nads, I'll start with you. What motivated you to start Eight Recruitment 10 years ago? Because you've just had your 10-year business yeah. anniversary. Yeah, 11 years this year. So 10 years last year. Yeah. So there's a few things. We had three kids under three. And as my baby was, start, my oldest was starting school, sorry, I was like, I need to get this family life and career balance right. 
because um, you worked in recruitment for a national recruiter. Yeah. Yep. So I'd been in recruitment for 12 years before I started eight recruitment throughout Ireland, England and Newcastle. So we, yeah, I wanted to get the balance right, but also get the model right, the recruitment business model right. It was old and it was broken. So with our fee structure and our transparency of our fee structure and our business model, just it, it needed a bit of a shake up. So yeah, two, two main reasons. I'm just going to say this. I love that you said you wanted to get, you started a business because you wanted to get your life and career balance right. Do you think that that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. working for you? Yeah, is that working for you? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, you know, I, I think it worked really good when the kids were young. I was on my own at home for five years in the home office and it was awesome. My business is my fourth child. Um, and yes. that's such a good point that I it does your get baby. It is, yeah. and it, and it, and I, I do get it out of whack a fair bit, to be honest. Mm. But it's just knowing that you're out of whack and pulling it back in, in, into balance. Yeah, but that's women, you know. As uh, I'm going to say this, that I think as as women we just take on more and more oh. and more and more yeah. house business school activities yeah. sporting activities and as I'm going to say as nurturers and carers but also being like driven women that we just do our best to make it all work yeah yeah and Absolutely. you know sometimes you're stuffing it up here all over the place yeah <laughs> other times the balance is awesome you're um, screaming at the kids oh yeah because they're not getting ready quick enough because yeah. you have to get to the meeting yeah and then you get in the car and you drive off and you think oh I feel so bad that I just <laughs> yeah. scream my head off at them but I don't know about your kids but my kids are thankfully still doing pretty okay my they seem to be quite balanced they are yeah <laughs> I think they, they you know it, they're actually secretly quite proud of how hard yeah, I work and same. how you know that we've got our own business and it's really cute yeah I actually love involving my my daughter Kira she's just turned 14 She's always helped me from from the beginning of Fasson pick the final cover image. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So I'll select the last two or three, even when she was younger, like eight, ten, whatever. I'm like, Kira, which one do you like the best? And she'll go, that one. And I'm oh. like, okay, that's the cover. That's so cool. Yeah. And so, Lara. Yes. Before you started Fasson mm-hmm. magazine, you had a really cool life in celebrity styling you were over in Canada um, Lara styled Nelly Furtado for the I'm like a bird video I, I, <laughs> did you yeah isn't that cool you oh don't know my- how many pairs of jeans we tried on to find that final pair of jeans wow she wore like literally a rack full of jeans yeah well it was a very big discussion <laughs> well wow. it was so cute I used to love that video clip and that song and I love that you stole that over in Canada that is so cool Mm. so you were styling movies and music videos over in Canada and worked with some big Hollywood celebrities there yeah I was actually costume designing films and then from that I got into tv commercials and music videos and and just producers would swap you know stylists and wardrobe designers around and I just kind of got swapped around a little bit and then got the big gigs too it was great yeah and then you made your way back to Australia yes working in Sydney as a celebrity stylist yeah yeah I came home and I got an agent in Sydney and actually that was how I got my break in Sydney because I didn't do this job when I left Australia so my agent got me a cover shoot with Who magazine back in the day when they do those huge celebrity cover shoots. I love those. I mm. used to love those magazines, yeah. like the sexiest women or the hottest celebrities yeah. and all of that. There were um, some amazing covers. Yeah, big money, big productions. You know, we went to New York for one of them. It was just like we flew around everywhere with them. It was just endless money. It's a bit different now. But <laughs> no, it was great. And actually, Nikki Brigger, who was the um, editor of Who magazine at that time, um, 
she was actually the one who gave me my first big break because as a fluke, I got my first big cover with them and it was Kate Ritchie, Jess Mowboy and at that time, Lara Bingle when she oh, was engaged wow. to uh, the Clark Yeah, Michael Clark. Yes. 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 And the ring went in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Anyway, I did ask her about that and she kind of gave me a bit of a dirty look. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, that was my first one, actually. It was one of my first jobs in Sydney and it was really Disney. good. No pressure. No, but Nikki was impressed and, and gave me many more covers and we actually won awards with them it was really great great that's how the celebrity styling started so what motivated you then to start this on magazine because that's you know making a massive leap to go from being a celebrity stylist working for magazines to creating your own magazine yeah well I think I, I achieved everything I could in Sydney and we wanted to move back to Newcastle so I think for me I wanted to utilize those celebrity contacts and that helped me launch the magazine and like I said before there I you know when I moved back I discovered a lot of really great creatives in Newcastle and I just thought you know what I don't want to keep going back and forth to Sydney every week although the shoots were exciting and it gave me all the experience I could have and then it just took me I guess to the next level and I kind of always joked I wanted to be an editor-in-chief of a magazine <laughs> so I just thought you know what I'll just make, make, make it up myself <laughs> so that's how Fasson started. Did you have any fears or doubts when you were getting started? No, because I'm just really ignorant <laughs> about what was actually involved. But, you know, like I said, I had really great training from Nikki Brigger. I worked with really great photographers that are now, you know, international photographers. You know, they shoot Vogue covers. One photographer in particular, Chris Coles, he moved to New York with his model girlfriend and now he's shooting every Vogue cover all around the world. Wow. Well, he was my guide. He would, I'd stand next to him because you would as the fashion editor. And he'd just teach me how to frame it, how to just do it. It was a huge fluke. And I just wanted to share that experience with others, Yeah, basically. And what about you, Nats? When you were getting going in your business, did you have any fears or doubts? Heaps, heaps. It's funny, I always had... I'm a, like delusionally optimistic. So um, am I. Delusionally what, optimistic. Yeah, like it's never going to fail. <laughs> it's not going to fail. Yeah, no, failure I agree. was never an option. No. Nope. So I knew it would work. I knew that this business model would work. So that's that. I guess that's the business model. But my doubts on if I could deliver, I guess. And I think for, for the first five years, I was at home on my own in in a, in a home office, and there were some really really shitty dark moments I love that you admit that I was awful like there was times but well I had a bad car accident as well that like messed with my neck I was in pain all of the time and I think in the world of social media and especially women who are entrepreneurial women there can be I suppose it seems as though that everybody's just great all the time and mm. just making it happen mm. and I'm really great. It's like the facade. No. And actually, I love that you're, that you're like, actually, no, I had really dark moments. Oh, horrific. Because people don't always, you know, women, we don't always want to admit that. And yeah, I, and true. to be honest, um, you were probably my only one at the time that I could ring and go, I'm having a shit of a day. Like, it can be really, really lonely. And what did I say? Come on and have a drink. We'll yeah, figure it out together. It's, and we just sort it out a wine. I'm, I'm just going to say that sometimes that's a women supporting women is like, come and have a wine. Yeah. 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 No, and, you know, it's just having someone to listen to you. But I I, it, I used to just maybe take for a walk, a walk around the block and like literally talk to myself or I'd look, this is so ridiculous. There were times I'd look in the mirror genuinely and just go, you've got this, Nads, you've got this. You've just got to have like a stupid amount of self-belief you do even if it's that i don't believe in faking it till you make it but if you can fake 
the belief in yourself yes and trick yourself that you've got and this. i think that's exactly what it is you have to just believe with your whole heart and mm. soul that it's going to work out and i had um i had um i love sounds and smells so i would surround myself with affirmations of you know you've got this kind of stuff and i would like candles and i had an uplifting playlist i'd listen to i had songs if i was in a really dark moment that would pull me out which is great i remember years ago when i was i discovered kinesiology meditation actually i was going through my breast cancer treatment i found a kinesiologist meditation woman and and she was teaching me about meditation and I remember she said to me one day, you know, if you're feeling flat, one of the best things you can do is put on some really good high energy music. Yeah. She said that will list, lift your vibration. Absolutely. Yep. I drive to work Absolutely. every morning and I have an idea what I'm listening to on the way in. Yeah. And it's the most embarrassing, stupid music ever. But yeah, same. Kylie Minogue's my uplifter. <laughs> I'm BJ. Or George Michael. <laughs> George Michael! <laughs> George Michael. That's so yeah. cool. Want to fill your soul with more? Go to thesisterco.com. Lara, who's the first woman, um, and I'm thinking about when you were studying for Son, who's the first, uh, first woman, first person who really believed in you? That would be my friend, my beautiful friend, Samantha Wills, who's a jewellery designer. Oh, we all know Samantha Wills. <laughs> yeah. She's an amazing, motivated, clever lady. Her and I met very early in both of our careers. She went on to take over the world with her jewellery empire. She was actually Fasson's first cover girl. So I remember approaching her. She was living in New York at that time. I sent her an email in the middle of the night and I said, you know, I, I really need a face. <laughs> and you're such an entrepreneur she's also from Port Macquarie too so she's from a regional town and that was kind of my message with Fasson it's like we're regional but we can do it as well as as anyone so I you know sent that email hit send in the middle of the night you know as your phone's next to you and the next morning I woke up to her saying it would be my honor and I was just like see I just got goosebumps when I said that it was really amazing and funnily enough at that time when she came home to Australia she was actually going through a really hard personal time and if you've read um she's just released her first book called um of golden dust and she actually writes about her very difficult time with a very nasty boy that Mm. she that was her boyfriend and i just remember her telling me we were driving up to baruby point because that's where we shot the cover and she started to tell me about it and it was just full on and i and but you know and then she got she's just so profesh and then she got in front of the camera and she was just Turned like on. you know she's wearing michael kors and armani and everything was beautiful and uh, there's one picture of her and i that we've put up on our socials of her and i've locked arm in arm in those beautiful sand dunes and it was just such a moment and she was so helpful and i'll never be able to repay her for that it was just such a great thing do you know what i love and this is one thing you know we talk about women uplifting women and sometimes i suppose i have seen that some women reach a certain level of success and they're almost a bit not not everyone but just every now and then a woman will reach a certain level of success and it's like actually yeah, I'm, I, need, I charge this now or I do this now mm. and actually I'm up in the upper echelon so I don't have time for that. And I go, that's awesome that mm. she – that's really – you know, you're putting out your first magazine and, you know, taking a, a, a big step in a new career and direction and this super successful woman living in New York is like believed in you and gone, right, yep, you can use my face. Yeah. On your yes. front of your magazine. Yes. Okay, that is freaking awesome. Mm. And I'm going to say to any women that are lifting, think about what you can do like mm-hmm. that. That's just 
that that's supporting another woman in in a big way like that absolutely yeah i mean you've gone on to fly anyways but i can imagine your first cover yeah it was it was well uh, you know i'd been on lots of cover shoots but not with having the control of what was happening yeah and the production and all that side of it was just the whole learning curve and and you know of course the first cover was very difficult logistically of course you know we couldn't have just shot it down on hunter street i'm like <laughs> yeah. no let's go into the middle of the sand dunes and let's take five people you know 500 people up there so it was it was full on it was a big learning curve and and she was and she was there and then after that she supported me a lot and you know when fason went through really really tough financial times she was the person that i called upon you yeah. know and i said what you know what do i do i have the agency i have the magazine they're both struggling a little bit, you know, and she said the best advice she gave me was put your hand on your heart and just follow your heart. Oh. And it was really cool. Well, high five dear Samantha Wills. Yes. Yeah, geez, yeah. High five. We all need a, <laughs> we need a Samantha Wills in our life. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And what about you, Nads? Who was the first person who really believed in you? This podcast is going to be all about you. Um, <laughs> I think um, this is not a setup. Mel. Mel. No, yeah. I think you and my hubby. Yes. I think Stevie, uh, now this is meant to be about women, but Stevie allowing me to do what I did, God love him, he completely believed in me, trusted me, even when there was bad moments. He just never, ever in the 11 years as he said, Nads, would you think about going back to being employed? Yeah. Never. Um, completely believed in me. Um, and you did. I came to you and Craig and was like, love, this is what I want to do. What do you think? You're like, yeah, girlfriend, yeah. go for it. Yeah, look at, and look at you now, you're flying. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, as I said, it's been a, a bumpy road with lots of bruises, but um, yeah, you, you've been there literally from day one. Now you've touched on, well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that I could uplift you. <laughs> I hope that's what I did. Yeah. Mm. And lots of wine. <laughs> wine fixes everything. I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> want to save your soul? Review us on Apple Podcast. Can you share with us, because you touched on this, a really tough time in business and how you overcame it? Because well, that would be an I've had a couple. Yeah, I've had so the, had a bad car accident. So that put me on the back burner for a while with, you know, neck surgery and whatever else. That was really hard to overcome mentally. But like but chronic pain. Chronic pain, it's horrific. But again, it's just that absolute self-belief in eight recruitment and telling myself, tricking myself that I've got this and I can do it and that got me through. I took on twice, I took on two business partners who I thought were better than me and would add so much to the business. They're awesome people. It made me realize that I'm actually, I know what I'm doing. I've got Mm. this. I don't need them. Mm. And I was convinced that to grow the business, I had to take on these people who had come from huge agencies on an international scale at C-suite level to come and they could see the potential in what I was trying to do, but they couldn't do what I Mm. did, what I do. Because it's also your heart yeah. is right in it. Yeah. And when you really believe in it, it's it's like you can do it the best. Yeah. Yeah. And like 24-7, yeah. I was just there. Yeah. And then the, the other one that's turned into the most beautiful thing was um, it was extremely challenging though. I was bringing Steve into the business full time. Like that was really stressful. Uh, you know, we've got three kids and bringing him in because he couldn't work anymore on the mines from an accident there was the pressure on me to produce the income for a family of five yeah wow it was really stressful but again his belief 
we and do. I, it. And I'm going to say, as much as you know, Stevie plays a really important role in the business. You're still the top dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, you're so used to. Stevie. Oh, Stevie's not listening. <laughs> this one, Stevie. I do um, remember one time Stevie said, "Who do you think we're doing as the pants in the family?" And Craig and I both pointed to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know he's a big softy. God love him. But I love it. That's you know that's awesome that your hobby allows you to shine. Yeah. I mean, and and I mean, it even seems silly saying that word. Your yeah, husband allows yeah. you to shine, but actually, historically, that's not the case. Yeah, that's true. And, and my and my hubby's the same too. So he's very supportive and. You know, he's seen that bank account go right down yeah. and he hasn't really said too much about it. Well, actually, he's never actually really said anything about it. And he's like, you know, you just have to keep going. Well, I always say it takes a really st- – like people meet Steve and think he's just the most sweetest, most sensitive, which he is. He's beautiful. But it takes a really, really strong man to handle a really strong woman, not the opposite. I think people think you need a, a walkover of a husband if you're a strong woman. It's like, yes. no, it actually takes a strong man. Yeah. To handle a strong woman. Well, to be your collaborator as well. Yeah. You know, in not just in your case, the business, but in, in your life. In life. Mm. Like he walks alongside you. Yeah. Yeah. 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Lara, tell us about, has there been a, like a tough time in your business that you've had to overcome? Yes. There's been quite a few. I think COVID was really tough for us. I mean, we did a really big 360 from from being a print magazine, which was a great passion of mine, especially when the whole world's going digital. I was a bit snobby about, you know, having things you could Not hold like a, and that yeah. were tangible. And, you know, I love having a nice glass of wine and reading a good magazine. So that was the hardest thing. It was like, do I close or do we turn into a digital platform? So we did. And my team really supported me on that. And that was really great. They actually pushed me as well. And I, I really respect that they they pushed me. And so it's been an even greater success now. Going digital has been a really great thing. Yeah, Our reach has expanded. The title's expanded. I think this next issue for winter, we are going to do, I think we're going to start doing like print VIP runs so everyone can access the magazine free digitally, but then they'll, the, the special people in the <laughs> world will get a VIP hard copy. Yeah. So then I can just have a f- tangible library when this is all over. There'll be like all the volumes of it. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Let's get soulful on social media. Search the Sister Code Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. So who has given you words of wisdom that have inspired you on your journey? Mine isn't from a friend or someone I know. Mine's from a book and an author. And I almost live by it every day. Robin Sharma and the book is The 5am Club. And the quote is, to be what others aren't, you have to do what others don't. I say, I say it to my kids every day. Oh, I think I'm going to write that down. I absolutely love it. And, you know, if, if you don't want to make that one sales phone call, just make it. You just have to do that one bit extra. Yeah. Or for the kids, just go, if you want to play rugby professionally, go and do another push-up. I don't know. But to be what others aren't, you have to do what others don't. Mm-hmm. Getting up at five o'clock in the morning or being disciplined or, you know, being silly enough to go and start your own business. Like, you know, just put yourself out there and yeah. do what others do what others don't, to be what others aren't. And that's interesting because that's sort of my little motto. My grandma, my beautiful grandmother that was always into beautiful things and fashion and all of that. I think that's where I learned about all this from. Russians, well, my family's Russian and Russians have a saying, if you want to do something, do it properly or don't do it at all. And I think that's 
kind of on the same yeah. sort of wavelength. Yeah. This one's just a little harder, like a harder saying. But Well, the I, other one I heard was um, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, stupid stuff like I take the trolley back after I've been grocery shopping. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Like, you, you know, have integrity, work hard, just yes. be a decent person. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I think you just have to apply the same effort to everything. Yeah. Mm. So, Lara, who's a woman that really inspires you? Hmm. That would have to be the amazing Anna Wintour, who's yeah. the editor-in-chief of American Vogue. Yeah. The Devil West Prada. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they say that, that Meryl Streep's character was built around Anna Wintour. But there's a really great documentary about her and Vogue, and it's called The September Issue. Yep. And if you can ever have a look at it, it's actually really inspiring at how hard they work, how, you know, what a strong woman she is. She just encompasses everything that's really cool. Hmm. Yeah. Do the sunnies ever come off? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember. But And just how she surrounds herself with, with really great women as well. Her creative director of Vogue is a woman called Grace Coddington, who's a really amazing, world-renowned creative director. So she, her and Anna Wintour are, have a renowned love-hate relationship, but they obviously both really respect each other and then tell each other exactly how it is. So I find her mind-boggling and how she really runs the world of fashion. You know, in that documentary, you watch her sitting with, you know, Valentino and other really big designers. And these are all men and they're sitting next to her and going, well, Anna, what do you think? Anna, what do you want? Is this good for the next season? And she's she's guiding them. And I think... My industry is probably an industry where women really do kind of hold the more top positions. I think it's quite amazing. Yeah, see, recruitment has been all men at the top. Yeah. I've been in recruitment 23 years and still not much has changed. Yeah, wow. There's so many men at the top. But you've changed it with with, with eight. Yeah, there was and also, um, and in fairness to them, the girls at People Fusion, Sally and Ali, they, they, you know, were the first probably recruitment owners who were female that I knew of. Everyone else is a, a man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good... And, and actually, when you first started your business, you had a male who owned a recruitment agency who, like, attacked you on social oh, media. Yeah, yeah, called me media. Um, a Darby's pie. Yeah. yeah I forgot oh. we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, emailed me to tell me that I'm nothing but a Darby. Out of nowhere, you're nothing but a Darby's pie. No one knows what goes into you and no one comes back for seconds. <gasps> it was horrific. Goodness me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would just like to say I'm sure he's eating, or I hope he's eating his words now. Because <laughs> he's eating a Darby's pie. <laughs> he's eating pie. It's <laughs> humble pie. Yeah. Yeah, pardon well, the pun. <laughs> yeah, it was it was horrific, and and then interestingly, so I emailed him back saying, "Look, thanks for your feedback. It's a shame you don't understand my business model, whatever." And I I, I was boiling my head off, but just left it. And years later, I saw him at a rugby luncheon, and I went up to him and I said, oh, "We haven't actually met in person. I'm Nadine from Eight Recruitment. It's really nice to meet you. If you're going to be involved in this rugby club." you know it'd be nice to kind of get off on a better foot and he went red and was shaking and he's like oh are you upset with what i sent you all those years ago i'm like absolutely not it was unwarranted but no it didn't upset me when i absolutely did but you know he was such a keyboard warrior and in in person was this little mouse yeah yeah there's i think strong or perceived strong men to see Mm. a strong woman come up in their industry 
and tried, such a threat. To, tried yeah. to put me in my place. Yes. Yeah. And here's a woman that's really empowered and supported you and you don't have to say me. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, no, a lady by the name of Jo Burston. Um, she, when I first started the business, I thought that subscribing to Business Review Weekly would help me and give me some tips on how other people are running their businesses. And about five months in a row, there was, you know, Joe Burston, the top five for this, top 10 fastest growing for that, top 20 for this. I'm like, who is this woman? So I did a bit of research and she started a business in her lounge room and, and ended up, you know, having a multi, multi-million dollar business. She's amazing. So I rang her office and just said, look, can you please pass on a message to Joe? I've just started my business in my lounge room and her story has really inspired me and I just want to say thank you and that's all it was and next minute Joe Burston's calling me saying Nads oh no she didn't know me as Nads then um, <laughs> Nadine 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's Joe Burston I nearly fell off my chair oh my god that's so cool yeah yeah I said oh uh, she said just want to say thank you and how's things going in business like she was genuinely interested and she said come down to Sydney let's go out for lunch and just gave me time Oh, my goodness. And that's what I love. That's what I'm talking about. You know, we, we've mentioned Samantha Wills and now Jo Burston, yeah. two women that are at the top of their game that are amazing. And I love... And so busy. And so busy. And I love that you... Number one, you had the balls to reach out to her and go, <laughs> yeah, oh, I think you're really great. And number two, she called you back and yeah. said, we went out for lunch with her. And we've got a lovely friendship. And she's really passionate about helping women be entrepreneurs. Like, that's she's so, so passionate. Fantastic. But yeah, she did not have to do that. And she, when you talk about top of her game... I think this she was at the top of her game with this business back then. And yeah, it took two hours out of a day to take me out for lunch. She's she's awesome. So I'm gonna say we are talking about, you know, women in business, women starting businesses, growing businesses, women supporting women in business. And I'm like, that is one thing that we can do as women is actually give each other our time. Mm-hmm. Our time and our words of wisdom and our life learnings and things. Because we've all been through crap times. And what do they say? The crap times are there to teach you something. Yeah. Really. Well, we even talked yeah. about, um, you know, when random stuff happens that you don't see coming, but it happens for the right reason. It sets you on a different path. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, but you, you, you've got to go through that. But when you do go through that, you have the right people around you to help you go through that. Yeah, I agree. You have to support. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that shows confidence and something that comes from within. You know, you feel that you can share it with other people. Yeah, it's it's really good. And do you know what? We are constantly learning and growing. And I love. I get really inspired by successful women that are out there. Actually, now it's listening to them on YouTube or seeing their Instagram videos and things. And that I get really inspired. And it's funny. I go between. I love soulful spiritual uh, female teachers and leaders like I'm gonna gonna call it Oprah you know I always I'm always learning something from Oprah but it's probably more that soulful spiritual side about yeah okay well how do you live a calm joyful life full of love and compassion but then still run a business and a family Mm. and have a crazy life like I, I really love learning from her and I love that she talks about you know, she says, God, I'm just here as a vessel. Use me as best you can. You know, I'm just here to serve you and, you know, and and I'm here to, to help people. I love that. And I often think about that with Got Your Back Sister. Sometimes when I'm really stressed, I say the same thing I do. You know, that's how Oprah inspires me. I'm like, okay, God, universe, whoever's there, I'm just here to, you can use me to help 
other women and, and I'm just you're amazing at that. that like there's been quite yeah. a few times where I've because I'm like if I didn't have the network I had bef- when I started the business like how do you get that network how does it start and I was so lucky that I had you but how does it start and the, there's been quite a few women that I've hooked up together going hey Mel you'd be great can you just give this this lady an hour of your time when you never never ever say no oh, never well. but I also think that's how we that's how we do stuff. That's yeah. how we get stuff. That's how we're successful. And if mm. one's successful, we can all be successful. Mm-hmm. So we may as well connect, network, yeah. collaborate, work together, support each other. I'm going to say this. I don't suffer fools. And if someone like that, if someone, I'm going to say this, someone's a fucker to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually probably not going to keep you in my world. <laughs> there's there's only be. been one person that that's ever really that's come about you shall rename, remain nameless but but I'm like you know that's one thing we can as women give to each other to uplift each other give each other time mm. and and connect and and figure out ways that we can work together do you know what else it is I think it's speaking positively of each other as well or and if you hear another woman giving out about another woman yeah. trying to give it a crack and throwing they, shade yeah like kind it's of stop cool. it yeah, yeah. like g- give it a give it a rest girlfriend she's she's trying her hardest yeah you you go and do it yourself like I think if we stop bad 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 language about women trying to do something different yep, i agree i'm going to shout out another woman that i've started following on instagram her name is mel robbins and i'm sure there's many a woman who's listening today to this who would have heard of mel robbins so she's like an author and life coach and it's funny whereas i suppose i see oprah you know as soulful spiritual looking at that bigger picture in life i was listening to mel robbins this morning on um youtube and she's very she's probably a little bit more of like the hard-ass kick-ass uh woman you know talking about confidence and how you can be successful in life and business in in more of that kind of like dynamic i'm gonna use the word kick-ass again but you know (laughs) what i mean Mm. so i was listening to her this morning and you know she's like look people think might look at me and think oh yeah she's got it easy she's got it sort of bit I've been through really rough times and actually this is what I found I visualization is so important and then she went into the science of visualization Mm. she's like even every morning you spend 30 seconds when you get up even if it's only 30 seconds but you visualize what it is you want that day or if you have bigger goals you need to visualize that and so she's very much into the research and the science as opposed to the woo-woo and she says I've researched this and visualization is really really powerful and it's going to help you get to where you want to be. And I was like, I just love this woman. Mm. Again, so, such a different vibe from, you know, other women that I listen to that are more on that whole soulful spectrum. But I'm like, yeah, I, I love it works that. for you. Like if you've got yeah. two different angles, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about visual. I can't even say the word visualization. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's powerful. Mm. Yeah. Want to fill your soul with more? Go to thesisterco.com. In the lead up to International Women's Day, I like, would both of you be able to share maybe just one tip, put something out there to the women that are listening, something that they can do to uplift or inspire other women? I, I think that there's, there's a few things. Could do some introductions. Be there for them. Give them Actually, a- introductions is, is a good one because some yeah. people are really cagey about, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to share my network. I don't want to share my network yeah. with oh, you. I'm like, yeah. I can't wait to get people together. If I can see how I can help someone with someone else, I'm like, you, you two need to meet people. Well, so, it's also the energy that you're spreading around. Yeah. You know, the saying is what goes around comes around yeah. and you don't do it for that motivation, but it's definitely a cycle. Yeah. You know, it. It happened to me. People would introduce me. I'm sure people introduce you. Yep. 
and and Mel as well. And it's just how you that's how you grow. Yeah, definitely. There's no other way. Yeah. Don't 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 hog your network. Don't hog your knowledge. Yeah. Don't hog your time. Like be generous. Absolutely. Generosity begets generosity. Yeah. I'm yep. going to say that. It's true. It will come back to you. Good karma. Absolutely. Yeah. What about you, my friend? That I just steal all your answers. <laughs> Mel asked me for one. I think I gave about five. Well, I just feel, I feel that everything that comes out of your mouth, Nads, I'm kind of relating to as well. So you're kind of going, oh, yeah, that's a good one. But that makes sense because you're both business yeah. women, family women, you know, building an, building an empire. Yeah, I think my one of my main ones would be kind of along the same lines and it's, you know, giving opportunities. Mm. You know, we run internship programs. We work with TAFE. We work with the University of Newcastle. You know, a lot of uh, magazines or heads of magazines don't have that luxury because it's a pure commercial enterprise and they have to answer to too many high-ups. Whereas for me, I that's it. There's, I just answer to myself and go, Lara, is that a good idea? And then Lara goes, yeah, it's fine. So I think um, just giving people really great opportunities regionally. Yep. So, you know, that. the kids yeah. don't have to leave home and move to Melbourne or yep. Sydney. They can stay here and grow and... I think it's important to have your family support around you too. So that creates that option if they want it or if they don't, they can just leave as fast as I wanted to leave Newcastle when it was my time to go. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to say this. One thing that I think we all saw recently, and that was the wonderful Ash Barty. Oh. Yes. Win the Australian Open and then Yvonne Goulagong oh come out. No, it was and so cool. that was so cool. And then I didn't realise what a wonderful um, – relationship that they have that Yvonne Corley of Goolagong had been mentoring yeah. Ash Barty over the years and yeah. I was like that is a beautiful gift that is a gift to see the young pup coming up with yeah. the with the um, wise woman older woman experienced woman yeah. mentoring Ash and, and sharing her wisdom and experience I, I just I, I thought that was really beautiful and, and look at Ash shining now yeah and just the way she received that win was really noble very and, gracious. And, and, you know, and gracious. And I think that's probably the other thing. If you can accept where you're going with your life and your career with, you know, graciousness, mm. it's it's a good thing. Yeah. I think it's a good mm. thing. Well, thank you so much to both of you for coming in Thanks today and sharing thank some you. of your stories and wisdoms and insights and who's inspired you on your crazy life journeys. Thanks, love. Happy thank International you. Women's Day. Happy Thanks. International Women's Day. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Hey Soul Sister with Mel Histon. What would help you on your crazy life journey? Email melissa at thesistercode.com.